Greetings, LUQ fans, and welcome once again to more live questing coverage. Currently, the Mortal Dawn is rubbing elbows with a forgotten colony and the isolated humanoids living deep within the gullet of an ancient worm of impossible proportions. Looks like some of them are getting pretty chummy, too. For all we know, these kids could be setting up shop and stay in crazy town forever. I couldn't do it, Kip. I gotta be free. Blow like a fart in the wind here and then gone. No way I could live in the boonies of some beast's belly eating horse meat and drinking stomach punch for the rest of my life. You're an orc of the world for sure, Storm. And if you feel wanderlust like Storm here, maybe book your next trip with Feywild United, the leading ship lines for one-stop travel outside the material plane. Luxury ships, professional staff, and four-star Feywild cuisine. No one ferries you like fairies. Going on a trip? Go by plane. Planar travel with Feywild United. Proud sponsors of the League of Ultimate Questing. You are escorted by Commander DeCall south of the village through a short passage leading into another large open area. A deep pit in the center descending into a bubbling well of nasty-looking acid. A platform built of flesh is suspended over the pit upon which stands a tall man before an altar. He wears flowing robes and a spiked collar encircles his neck. The top of his bald head is decorated like the mouth of a purple worm forming a crown-like dome. This, you gather, is High Metabolist Garul. There are other robed figures on the platform with him, and hunters standing by the rope bridges leading to the platform. On the altar there is a writhing shape struggling under a heavy, fleshy tarp of fabric. Catching sight of you, High Metabolist Garul opens his hands and slowly lifts them upward. The outsiders have arrived. Those chosen to bear witness to the Great Cycle are God. The Great Maw grows with each day, and our domain expands with it. It is written that one day it will consume all of the outside world, drink the sea, and feast on the sun and stars. When the Maw has consumed all, all will be ours. It is a blessing to aid our Lord Master in his quest, and this is why we offer it our blessings. And the figures surrounding Garul begin chanting in a deep foreign tongue, and dramatically pull the tarp off of the altar, revealing a man stripped and bound, save for one singular fine woman's shoe and a pair of stockings on his legs. It is Dalazir, the leader of the Midnight Viper Gang, and he is weeping and beginning to scream. And as the chanting fills the cavity, I need everyone to roll me a wisdom saving throw as a gentle magic fills the area. Good old seven. Fourteen for Christ. Twelve. 18 for Haruthax. Okay. Um, you all feel just a kind of non-aggressive but tangible magic wash over you, some some kind of divination. Haruthax, you are the only one aware that it is a zone of truth. Mm. You have avoided the effects of it. It seems like some part of the ritual, like maybe an evidence that the, uh, the high metabolist shows that what he says he believes to be true. Mm. So the figure thrashing and kind of bound up on the thing spits the rag out of his mouth and says, Help! Help me, please! They're crazy! And Garul just laughs gently. <laughs> such life, such fire burns within. One last time I will ask you to commit yourself to serve the Great Maw. Will you spend the remainder of your days as part of our great cycle and have a faithful child of the all-powerful? We would welcome you with open arms. And Dowager says, please, I'm sorry. I, I just want to go home, please. I'm sorry I tried to steal your food. I'll, I'll never steal again. Just let me go. 
and the hunters surrounding the platforms lower their heads in a solemn sadness as High Metabolus Garul speaks again. My sweet child, your confusion and anger are simply a burden of the outside world that has tainted you. You will be set free, and you will be made greater than you could ever think possible when you become one with the great Maul. And as he says this, his hand extends towards the heavens, and a black dagger appears in his right hand out of nothing, and the chanting of the robed figures grows louder and louder, and the acid pool begins to bubble. Uh, he dramatically... I'm going to pull up my, my crossbow and shoot at the dagger. What? Okay. What? He's about to murder a human being. <laughs> we were going to murder that human being. I know. I was not. I was oh. going to I was going to bring them all back to life. I was... I right. made the shoot it at the dagger. Yeah, absolutely. Take your shot. Who's next to him? Is anyone able to try to interrupt him? 20. Okay. Um, it indeed strikes the dagger, making it veer off before it makes connection with Dalazir. Uh, it seems to shatter as it hits this strange black energy dagger, but it does throw his hand off course. I was told that you would not sacrifice people. They have made their choice, my children. Make them one of the great cycle. And then we'll roll initiative. Oh, fuck. Fantastic. I'm not going to let him just stone-cold kill a guy. This is my favorite part of the module. Chris has a 16. Part of mm -hmm. me is curious what happens if we don't interrupt. <laughs> Great. I feel like Haruthax was actually probably totally fine with that guy mm -hmm. being sacrificed mm -hmm. on yeah, that altar. I was, I was cool with it. 18 for Arvid. 18. 5. 5, okay. 10 for Haruthax. Uh, so with that... Um, all of the hunters get their spears in hand, following the words of the High Metabolist without any hesitation. Uh, Arvid, you are up first, and you sense you are now in a very dangerous position. Uh, Ducal is immediately behind you, flanked by some other hunters, and there's two more on the bridges as well as the cultists scattered around. Uh, uh, High Metabolist Garul is mostly obscured by this massive stone altar, but you can still see his upper body a little bit. Okay, um, first thing, lock eyes with do call mm -hmm. and say we had no intention of disrupting your ceremony. Okay, now uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. I uh, That would be an 11 straight. An 11? Okay. Um, on his turn, he will definitely respond to that. Okay. I, um, I guess that uh, I'll, I'll stand defensive and, and kind of put my hand back towards uh, our mortal dog. With, like, <laughs> he, he, as soon as he senses the danger, he's just... Um, and that makes it Christ's turn. Uh, I believe Christ would like to, um, what I would like to do is twin cast suggestion. Uh, so Christ will lock eyes uh, between the two, uh, I'm going to call them inlanders, uh, and, and say, our fight is not with you. You should go home and uh, twin cast suggestion. Love it. Those are both wisdom saving throws. Uh, one of them rolls very well, and the other one rolls very poorly. Okay. Um, so we're going to say the first one that was rolled for was the blue base. Um, he does not fall to your sorcery, um, but the one in red is going to be taking pause and begin backing away on his turn, obviously, um, okay. feeling some strange sensation to return to his home for some reason. And that will make it their turn. Uh, so Ducal, in fact, does lock eyes with Arvid and says, I am sorry, brother, but... Anything the metabolist says, I follow as word. And he's going to attempt to bury his bone spear into your chest. That's not good. That's a miss. Oh. Um, so he holds... No, it would have been awesome if it was a crit. Uh, no, you sense like just a little hesitation in him, but you can tell he is resolute in following anything the, the metabolist says. And he dives it outward, and you veer to the side. 
and his spear does not connect with you. The one hunter is going to very confusedly just start walking under the beguiling of Chris's suggestion, not taking part in the fight. Um, that hunter on the bridge is just going to move to the edge of the bridge and stay there. Mm-hmm. And the other one's going to move onto the platform and stand next to the metabolist. Um, the hunter that does remain, who is not, in fact, ensorcelled by Chris's magic, is going to attempt to hurl his bone spear, one of them, at a Hutterthax. And you learn by watching this that these large bone spears are actually very aerodynamic, very good for being thrown. Great. You learn that as well, Arvid. Yeah. Uh, that is a total of, I want to say, 14. 13. I have not cast Armor of Shadows yet, so 13 hits. Okay. And that's going to be a little bit of damage. Uh, four points of piercing damage as this heavy bone spear slams into you. Okay. That could have been worse. Um, the three cultists are going to stand in front of the altar and begin chanting together. Um, you see magic starting to weave out of them, uh, sort of coalesces in the air and the metabolist begins chanting with them in his rich deep baritone and he begins to grow he grows a good foot in height most of which is in his neck as his body begins to become worm like and the teeth in the top of his head begin to shift and claw inward and his skin is getting covered in thick leather and he has taken on what is known as the aspect of the maw and in this black hideous dagger in his hand is humming with magical energy and that is their turn. They have also cast a spell upon him. And that'll be the end of the enemy's turn. So he still has arms even in worm form? Yes, he just has kind of a longer neck and looks a little bit more worm-like. And the crown on top of his head is actually like a mouth. Now. Okay. Uh, that makes it Tarothax. Um, I will begin by casting Bleth on the five humanoid members of the party. Okay. Uh, versus, so yeah, Morty, Morty doesn't get blessed, but everybody else does okay so the four of you are all under the effects of harothax's bless spell oh i'll cast shillelagh that's a bonus action i can do that cool boop i like it that makes it artium's turn uh question how far can one jump uh you can jump a distance equal to your strength score oh cool if you have like a running leap so would i be able to jump to that center island most of the pit distance except for the very wide spots is right around 15 feet okay um can i roll acrobatics to make up the remaining bit absolutely okay. will that jump. be a move action jump is typically athletics but i can allow a little bit of acrobatics to happen here okay Ooh. and this will encompass a move action yeah okay you're blessed oh right hey that's advantage does, does bless do not ability check not ability check. And okay never mind <laughs> i tried um so that's 13 Okay, um, you do clear pretty much all of the distance, but instead of landing like perfectly on your feet, you manage to grab onto the ledge, and with the rest of your turn, if you want, you can get yourself up onto it in a standing position. Okay. Um, yeah, well, obviously I don't have much choice. I'd be... How, how close am I am to am I to Big Boy? Uh, 5, 10, 15-ish. Looks like about 20. Cool. Then I'm going to use Radiance of Dawn. Okay. Sounds good. You don't have to do this. But if you do, you will burn. Are you choosing to affect everyone on the platform? I'm going to go ahead and affect everybody I can reach. Okay. Except uh, down boy. Okay. Uh, so con saves, and it looks like it will 5, 10, not quite hit the hunters behind you. It's 20 foot, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was 30. Oh, 30 foot. Okay. Uh, five, I think 10, it's everybody 15, for this dude. 20, 25. Yeah, it does look like it. Okay, so I'm going to start with the hunters. Uh, that is a success. And that is a fail. And Ducal did very good. 
and that dude fails. And now for the cultists in front. Failure, success. Ooh, success. And gruel. Natural 20. That's cinematic. Um, and I think that's everyone. So go ahead and give me your damage. Uh, 18. 18 damage. Nice. This is radiant damage. Yes, indeed. Uh, so the cultist on the far left falls over, blinded. Uh, my left. Yeah, there you go. Falls over, both like grabbing his eyes, having seen more intense sunlight that he's ever seen in his entire life, <laughs> and starts writhing on the ground and slowly dying. Um, most of the hunters all like take a step back, just bewildered by this. Um, save for the one at the far end, and the other one uh, snaps out of his suggestion as he is lit ablaze by the radiant energy. And uh, yeah, they get a lot of them look pretty hurt. And then that brings us back up to Arvid. Believe it or not, that was my exact same plan, except for I was I was thinking about trying to hold him hostage before he started turning into a giant horrible worm. Um, <laughs> okay, so then same jump. I get to get a, a running jump, and I should easily make it with a 16, right? Yeah, you have enough strength to not technically have to roll. I'd still like you to in case you do really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. You did really bad? Yeah. What's your, what'd you roll? I rolled one. Oh, great. Um, so yeah, you basically land and tumble and roll. You are going to end prone unless you uh, use your action to stand up. But you will be across on the platform. That's important. I probably, uh, I, I will stand up. I'm hoping um, Morty's following with me. You want him to jump too? He can make it, right? Yeah. I just want to make sure you're giving him that command. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he'll stand there and, and attack one of those hunters. Right. I think overall, my idea is that we really need to go after that guy because I don't want anyone to get sure. killed if we can avoid it. I understand. <laughs> Every melee character in the party just abandons the two casters. I've run this several times, and I know it's a very tempting jump, and I love it when people make it. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm super on board with that. Um, I'm going to roll for Morty real quick just to see how well he do. He's a good boy, not great, but he does like do the thing where his like feet dangle off the edge and he scampers oh, onto it. And you want to stand up? Uh, yeah, stand up, and that's the end of my turn. Weapon out? Yeah, the, uh, yep. The Sword and shield? Or the, oh, okay, the big one. I forgot. I did mean to ask about, um, so I was given mm -hmm. one of those bone spears. Is it, do I treat it like the javelin that I've already got on here? Yes, but it deals more damage. Oh. It does a D8. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And next up is Crist. So Crist will begin to reverberate, and I'll try to lock eyes with this weird... Uh, worm abomination thing mm -hmm. uh, and subtly suggest that um, you should tell that subtly suggest that we are not your enemy mm -hmm. and stand down I understand um, the DC that I have hit is a 15 and yours is a 13 I'm pretty sure uh, probably it is damn so close um, and for a moment you see like just like a slight waver in his eyes and then you, his faith is resolute and the tongue comes lashing out of the top of his head with an this is our domain um, would you like to move or stay where you are you currently are not adjacent to anyone so you are safe to scamper about as you wish uh, yes I would like to not be near the edge mm -hmm. and move closer to the side mm-hmm um, so that I can't be pushed off. I like it. Yes. That's good thinking. Uh, that makes it the enemy's turn. So the two cultists who are in front, um, they're not in a great spot because there's a giant dog there, and moving away will cause him to bite them. So they're going to try to cast spells on him. Uh, they are both going to do Toll the Dead on Morty, uh, one right after the other. So I'm going to make two mm -hmm. saves for Morty. The first one. 
is a success. It's a con save, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a good boy, um, so he does not take damage. And oh. the second one is a wisdom save, is a actually. Wisdom. Well, he's just as good at that. He has a good tracking bonus, and their DC is not that high. But he does take four damage and lets out a little yelp as these two cultists just begin channeling dark magic towards this giant dog. Morty! And uh, everyone gets so scared when Morty gets attacked. Um, the hunter who is behind the metabolist is going to run forward to... Uh, he's basically going to try to body check Arvid into the lava... Or into the Well, not lava, but acid. So go ahead and roll me opposed athletics checks. That's a 23. 23? Okay, that uh, soundly beats his score. So you just are a wall of Arvid, and he slams into you, and your feet kind of slide back like your heels are hanging over the edge, but you just stand stoic. My friend, it does not end this way. Nice. That's a good line. Um, Yeah. Um, Ducal is going to bring his spear down on Herathax. Um, So he makes a spear attack against you, and he gets a 17. That hurts. This is going to (laughs) hurt. He's a big boy. Uh, six piercing damage. That hurt less than I was afraid it was going to. He didn't roll super duper. Um, and that other hunter is going to just run over around the pit to get onto that bridge as the other one jumps, uh, not jumps, but runs across the bridge onto the platform. They're all basically going to collect around the metabolist. And the other one's just going to move 30 onto the platform and throw his spear at the dog. Give it a toss and hit of the dog. It is a scary beat. Oh, I rolled fucking shit damage. <laughs> um, and it looks like they each have about three of these bone spears latched onto their backs. Um, now it's going to be Garul's turn. And what kind of fun thing is he going to try to do? First of all, he's going to point at Artyom and hex you. What? And he says, you speak blasphemies. I sense the light you bring with you. It is not welcome here. And then he's going to try to Eldritch Blast you. Just good old fashioned warlock. He only gets one. I rolled a twenty. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I'm wait. Can I can I wording flare for that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That is not a twenty. That is much lower. That is a ten. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> big big difference. Good wording. What, what light? You mean this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say as he mentions the light, it just kind of flares around you, blinds him for just a moment, and he just puts one hand on the chest of the struggling person and holds the dagger up. But that's his whole turn. Uh, this guy is going to just run towards Chris because his suggestion was busted. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to make a stab at you. He's from, is he not adjacent? No, nope, he's, he's five too far away. So he's going to do the, the run forward a few spaces and then chuck it and continue charging. I love the idea of him throwing five feet away just like, I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> Wait till the last second. Momentum. He needs that momentum. So he did roll a one and mm. then he rolled pretty high. Uh, so... He is going to um, hurl his spear way over your head as he slips in some of the bubbling acid that's getting out of the agitated pit, even though it's way down, just like the gouts are shooting way up. And he slips and lands face first in front of you. If you want to make an attack of opportunity with your dagger, you can. Mm. I I think Chris will try to show him mercy and say, just go home. Understood. The one cultist who is not adjacent to the dog will back away. (laughs) Oh, Um, prone guy, I think, hasn't gone. He died. Oh, he died. (laughs) Yeah. He died how he lived, miserably. <laughs> and that makes it Harothax. Yep. Um, Ducal is beefy. That's and true. I am not. I think I'm going to just use my action to invoke my armor of shadows as Artyom casts his guiding or warding flare, and that big burst of light comes out. There's long shadows stretch off of everything that casts a shadow, and those shadows just reach across, seize around Harothax's body, 
and envelop them in shadowy armor. Tasty. Uh, and that's my action. And I'm just going to move around here, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of pivoting around so that uh, Ducal is between me and the pit. I like it. So not leaving his threat range, but getting away from the acid danger. Right, yeah. Okay, that makes it Artyom's turn. Um, you are still hanging, but you have released your ex- big massive sun explosion. Um, if you want to use your move to scramble up onto the ledge, you totally can. Or you can remain hanging for some strategic whatevers. Um, that's a good question. Because uh, right now, if I'm hanging off of something, then mm-hmm. wouldn't I be considered prone for the purpose of a range attack? Against you, yeah. From, we'll say, anyone like on the platform, yeah. Cool. Then in that case, can could I shimmy left mm-hmm. and not, would, would, I, would that provoke an attack of opportunity? Um, I would say that he's a little distracted with Arvid right now. Okay. Um, how, how much can I move? What, like half speed or quarter speed? Yeah, I'd give you like 10, 15 if you roll in just even above a 10 on an athletics. Uh, let's go ahead and move three spaces to the left. Okay. Um, you're not at risk of falling without like a one or something, but just roll me an athletics to scamper along. 12 plus Perfect. whatever. I like it. Um, so just slide him around a little bit so as you're just kind of like hand over hand. Yeah. Scooching along. Then I'm going to go ahead and whip out a scorching ray. Mm-hmm. Against all three, so the two remaining cultists and uh, what's the big guy's name? High Metabolist Garul. High Metabolist Garul. You're the one who speaks heresy, Rod. You live in darkness and you will die in light. Nice. Um, but this is one targeting at each character? Uh, yes, one to each of them. Okay, just roll them individually to tell me which one's at which. Alright, first guy up front. That is an 18 plus a bunch. That hits. <laughs> And then guy in the back. Mm-hmm. Not so much. That's an eight. <laughs> yeah, that misses. And Garul. 17? Oh, 18. Yes, that hits. Cool. Uh, so the first guy gets nine. And Does he it, drops. Wait, is it plus anything? No, it's just 2d6. Okay. And then for Garul, eight. Okay. Um, so the cultist between the dog and the altar falls as a scorching ray blasts him off to the side. The big corner of his entire shoulder just scorched away. And uh, Garul, like, it hits him, and it definitely, like, leaves this, like, huge burn, but he just kind of sneers as the leathery armor around him smokes and smolders. Um, so that's going to make it Arvid's turn. Yeah, I think I should probably just stay in melee with his boy. Yeah, just yeet him off the ledge. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Arvid is known for throwing people. That's uh, true. It's true. Okay, let's go for it. I was going to ask about... You could totally do the old school, like grab them by the shirt and then roll backwards and kick yeah. them by. <laughs> I was I was really hoping that, that uh, somebody would try and get knocked off and they would just dodge out of the way and they would just do a cartoon, just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Um. yeah, so... I, I what uh hmm. yep I should just athletics it if I was gonna try to to mm-hmm. b- b- bounce them yes and if you want to enter a rage you can you haven't yeah yet. absolutely uh, enter a rage try to try to toss him off the old yeet <laughs> um and yeah, yeah that will give you advantage for raging and he will roll opposed he does not have advantage twenty one a twenty one you say. Uh, yeah, you basically like grab him from behind the back and put your leg out and just shove him over the side of your body into the pit. Um, he's going to make a check to see if he can grab on, but either way, he is off the ledge. Uh, he's like hanging on halfway down. He like sticks his spear in and he's like kind of slowly sliding down the edge of this soft, fleshy 
thing. Um, I want, uh, I'm going to turn to Morty and say, um, good boy, go after that cultist. Yeah, he'll run over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, he's just going to do a running leap at this cultist, do like the, the Beethoven. That's a hit. For sure. So that is eight points of damage to the cultist, which does kill it. Oh, dang. As he just kind of lands on this tiny man and rips his throat out and then looks to you happy with like all this blood and throat mucus like on his throat. Good boy. Um, so, yeah, he was a good boy. And that makes it Chris's turn. Oh, cool. Then I would definitely like to activate Shard Hide. Okay. I'm going to do something weird. Nice. Uh, Chris will be able- uh, does he look like he is at all willing to heed my warning and go home? The suggestion on him broke, so you think there's a level of awareness that he knows you did a magic thing to him, and he's not real stoked about it. Okay. Uh, Chris, uh, since he is in his reverberated form, is going to make a, hopefully, a grab at the dude's throat mm-hmm. with his crystal claw. Ooh, oh, yeah, you get to use the crystal claw, yes. Yeah. I love it. So go ahead and make an attack with that. You get to use your charisma on this one, so you have a plus five to hit. Oh, cool. That is a 20. Oh, on the die? Snap. No, it's a 20 total. Oh, okay. okay. I got excited. I'm no, still I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the damage on that is... Ooh, ooh, ooh that's ooh. a max damage at nine. It was going to be a one the ooh. first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was cocked, though. And that one took a pretty big brunt of some sunlight damage, so you just... <laughs> slice and for a second he stares at you and like grits his teeth and then his head slowly slides to one side (laughs) and you feel like the after effect of this "Mm," from where the blade reverberated through the air and literally just sonically cut his noggin right off his shoulders i told him to go home (laughs) (laughs) and you now have a slightly more aware presence of what this thing inside you does it's quite frightening Me? What? Where's Kip? We're live. Yo, where's Kip? Storm, we this are live. We oh, are rolling. Oh. Um, I'm here with an exclusive interview with uh, Vice President of Tabletop Game, Frederick Buxbane, oh, uh, uh, leading exporters of uh, Wild Game and Meat. Uh, here to discuss the mission they funded for the Mortal Dawn, which has turned into kind of a kingdom-wide phenomenon. Uh, the meat's missing, Fred, and it doesn't look good for you or your charity case. Uh, no, I suppose it doesn't. Look, I, I gotta tell you, it's a real treat to get to chat with you here today. You guys have the best elk sirloin I have ever had. I mean, I mean, cooked in brown butter with Remitex and black salt, finished in the oven. <laughs> it's delicious. Thank you. We try our best. Oh, oh, in this, in this, this one year, you guys had this uh, uh, elk border, uh, huge white-tailed stuffed with uh, wild boar and uh, stuffed with a whole turkey. Uh, you guys got to do that again sometime soon, right? I mean, me and my nam nam, we want to cook that for spirits rest this year. Uh, well, maybe. We'll look into that. <laughs> but uh, the cases of meat, uh, they've been found yet, have they? Uh, is the delivery still happening? We've invested a lot into that gesture, the gesture of kindness to the set, to the Alcarans. Uh, right, right, uh, the missing meat. Yeah, it's a damn shame. If my family had a shortage, there'd be nothing more I'd like than a big box of tabletop game rosemary stuffed canard. Uh, or maybe one of them boranches marinated in origami and red. Or those fancy dry-aged elk crown roasts. Or, or maybe some of that... Uh, well, Storm, looks like, like you're a little bit busy yeah. here, so why don't we get back to the action? Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine. Erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. 
Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey there, my name's Mac Blockett, and I want to invite you to my store, Mac Blockett's Extra Legal Imports. We got all the tools of the trade for whatever career choices you've made. Need to pick a lock? We got the finest lock picking tools around for locksmiths. Need to cut through some glass? We got only the sharpest of glass cutters for artisans who cut glass. Need to climb a wall? We got all the ropes, grappling hooks, and climbing gear you need for like painting or roofing or whatever. We got replica wax seals from all the local noble houses, you know, for collectors of wax seals. That's a thing people do. Got pests? Come on down for the deadliest poisons money can buy. For like rats and bugs. Sorry to say, we don't sell any concealable blades or psychedelic alchemy. And if we did, they definitely wouldn't be 20% off until the end of the season. Oh well. So get on down to Mac Blockett's Extra Legal Imports, assuming you know where to find us. If you know, you know. Mac Blockett's Extra Legal Imports. You didn't get it from me. If you're looking for news on geek media like movies, gaming, podcasts, music, and tech, visit geektyrant.com. New articles are posted all the time to keep you up to date on the world of what's new in nerddom. Check out geektyrant.com. Dungeons can be delved and monsters slain, but what about the last great adventure? Hi, I'm Stormclad Thundertongue. There comes a day in every hero's life when they stop and ask themselves how long they can go on. How long before they are felled by the greatest enemy of all, time. We can't all die gloriously on the battlefield, but for those who lived, there's legendary acres. I knew happily ever after was too good to be true. The townsfolk could only hear the one about the terrace and the Darren's instant fortress so many times before they just tuned it out. I wasn't about to be some wrinkly old has-been, boring the ears off of youngins. So I took my untold riches and checked into Legendary Acres. Don't wait for some young punk to get lucky, making a name for himself as the villain who slew the Herald of the Unblinking Eye. Legendary Acres exclusively employs prospective and recovering heroes. Young men and women will happily soak up decades or centuries of wisdom and experience. These boys have never heard the exploits of the Marigold Mistress. <laughs> they blush like young ladies. For those with a little fight left in them, we offer the Twilight Gauntlet Package, with custom dungeons, special monster encounters during outdoor time, and a relaxed rule set. They never said I couldn't steal from that old paladin's room. If he wants the amulet of the thrice-burned back, he's gonna have to find me first. <laughs> The other night, I grabbed my cloak, and before I knew it, the damn thing had its teeth in my neck. <laughs> a cloaker at my age. I still got it. And for the particularly long-lived, or those who just want peace, the Tranquil Gardens have an endless Arcadian bounty, with domesticated Fae, with just the right amount of mischief. Of course, we keep Fae away in every breathtaking cottage, just in case. I'm 1,090 years old. I just want to be left alone. But at least I'll get to see dozens of these old humans leave through the back door before I check out. <laughs> For some, fading into legend comes when you least expect it. 
for the rest of us, there's Legendary Acres. to the enemies um herothax has a big boy upon him yep i was gonna say now i get to be very afraid <laughs> yeah um you're a little too far for him to attempt to yeet you even though he really wants to which is why i moved where i did yeah in in other times i've run this he has yeeted many a foe <laughs> <laughs> um so he is going to just one-handed slam at you with his spear all right my ac is too higher now i believe mm. the past tense of yeet is yote yes <laughs> also um if you can't take the yeet get out of the Acid, acid. Uh, <laughs> worm belly. It's yate a yeet a past tense yeet yote a yeet it's yet to come. <laughs> uh, anyway, he hits a fifteen total. Yeah, that adds. And he's going to deal you five points of piercing damage. All right. With his big boy's dick. All right. Um, the one that's down there is just going to be scrambling, trying to hang on. He's not making a lot of headway. He's just kind of dangling over the acid to the best of his ability. And Morty is going to get two large lads running up to him to give him the uh, pointy business. Give him the pointy business. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is two hits on Morty. Uh, luckily, he's a, he's a thick boy. Um, he can take a punch probably better than anyone else in the party. Mm-hmm. Nine damage to Morty. Just two huge spears in his flank. <laughs> like there's a kind of real anger no puppy mode that he's entering right now that mm. the hunters kind of look at in a little bit of fear and that will make it garul's turn he has kind of got this personal thing going on with artium right now so he turns away from the uh, the figure and he has you hexed as well so he Did is he going that? i'm sorry he missed that didn't he yeah he missed no hex automatically happens oh okay oh. what does hex do the it's uh, makes it so if he hits you he deals an extra d6 ah. and he can impose upon you a disadvantage on a certain kind of ability check but he did not do that um so it's too late but basically he's going to draw his hand across this black blade and this like writhing energy of worm like electricity just arcs out as he uses a witch bolt against you yikes neat uh warding flare okay so the lowest of those two is a 15 uh it does not hit okay so over the top of your head you feel your hair like stand up on edges this large amount of electricity just gouts outward crackling dangerously and he uses his movement to move up closer to the ledge with the dagger in his hand. Did I miss anyone? Nope, that's all the boys. That's all the baddies, yeah. Hadrothax. Oh, what did this guy do? Just try and climb up? And... Yep. Okay. He made no progress, but he also didn't really slide much further. Okay. Well, I'm still alive. Hey. Um. Oh, I took damage. Ah, yes, the bless. Yeah. Are we still blessed? Yep. Cool. I am going to cast Hex on call okay i'm gonna give him disadvantage on strength ability checks nice and i'm gonna push him the fuck back okay uh it's it's like a good five ten feet so there's gonna be a couple rounds of pushing probably okay but i like that you're doing that i like it very much so athletic supposed he's gonna be at disadvantage because of the hex yep which is probably still gonna be more than mine but uh 10 is the lowest okay i had a chance nope <laughs> what it's a six. Oh. Uh, I'll 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 hex him and then try and push him and then I'll be like, Christ, help me! All right, together we can throw him off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, Artyom, it is your turn. <clears throat> you speak of sacrifice, then feed your god. 
I use Thorn Whip with my wand, and I grab him and pull him ten feet closer. Nice. I like Ooh. it. Not, not stellar. Uh, not stellar at all. Uh, that's 14. Unfortunately, not quite enough. Don't think I don't fucking love everything about that. Um, but it does wrap around him, and you're just, like, connected to him, but he's, like, this towering, worm-like figure at this point, and he just kind of slides towards you and just sort of lets it happen. So he's going to continue his moving towards you. But you currently, like, have him in a thorny whip on his turn. Would you like to use any kind of movement, or...? Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to hit myself with that shield. <laughs> nice. Shield of faith? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Very smart. Um, and the good news is if something makes you slip, you now have a thorn whip attached to something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's an advantage. Um, Arvid. Hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> Still a raging. Yeah. I think I'll go over and help. Morty. Like, look to Artyom hanging on the edge, and then look to Morty and be like, my puppy. <laughs> Given your previous experience with me, I got it. I got this. You could go You could go full Lion King on the guy hanging there and just grab his hands and <laughs> toss him into the acid below you. I could. Um, I guess, you know, it would be the best possible way for anyone here to die, right? These guys, they're, they, they become one with their god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you also have your new bone spear if you just wanted to hurl it at the ones attacking Morty. And then you could just, like, stomp on oh, his fingers yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least be here to, yeah, I don't know, if he tries to get up, be like, no, bro. Yeah, oh. stop him from ascending. Because um, if he tries to come up right, there will be some kind of... Yeah, I would allow you to interpose. Okay. Um, in that case, yeah, let's just throw a spear. Okay, you're going to have a plus five to hit with it. Um, so that's only a 12. A uh, 12 does not hit the hunters, unfortunately. Wow. But you get to try out your new bone spear. It works pretty good. You're just not used to it yet. Where were we? Uh, Arvid just failed at throwing the spear, so that makes it Chris's <coughs> turn. Yes. Uh, Artax, I hear you. Uh, and Chris will run and do a uh, <laughs> fanciful twirl slash at the guy's kidneys. Okay. And attempt to uh, kind of push him with that centrifugal force you will you'll sure. attack him and that'll throw him off and perhaps give harothak some advantage because you'll be right next to him yeah so go ahead and make your attack with your claw raw i love the twirl description and definitely using a bit of luck okay it is a new day Ooh. okay Better. that is a 19 total okay oh. um that's definitely a hit against Ducal. so go ahead and deal me your damage Ooh, that is another max damage. Six off of the Six mic plus stand. Three. I guess all you can roll with that thing is max damage, which is pretty cool. Yeah. All right, and as you do, you, like, slash out, and, like, the helmet comes toppling off of his head as you leave a gash across his face, mm-hmm. and you, the eye patch, like, comes off, and you just see this, like, twisted, withered white eye without a pupil in this massively burned side of his face. It goes, like, all the way down the side of his head. The helmet was, like, covering it. And he snarls and... Ugh! Um, that will make it their turn. So that hunter is just going to kind of do the same little shimmy thing to kind of get away from towering Arid on the side of the, uh, he rolled really well. So he's just going to scoot that way, but he doesn't look like he's trying to climb up right now. Uh, the two hunters are going to continue abroad. Oh, uh, on your turn, I'll roll for, uh, Morty real quick. He's going to do his dog thing. Ah, uh, he missed. And the two hunters are going to retaliate against him and one of them hits him. Oh, poor Morty, getting big puppy damage. How much damage has Morty taken so far? 25 damage. He's in rough shape. 
He's in rough shape. Um, I'd be on one hit point if I'd taken 25 damage. I'd be dead. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and That's I, true. Zach, would definitely be dead. <laughs> um, so Ducal is going to attempt to grab Crist and throw him into the pit. Disengaging from him? Yeah. No, we're right next With to each other. With disadvantage, still, right? Yeah, on strength checks. Oh, yeah, he has disadvantage. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why I hexed his strength. Yeah. Yes. Does shield do anything? I rolled so bad. Um, so basically, he just like tries to grab out at you while he's already kind of grappling with Herathax, and you guys just get in this like tangle of a mess. You're like whipping at him with your razor crystal claw, and he's like roaring from the pain in his face. It's it just cool like dust this, cloud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah stars little, like and fists birds. and stuff, and then like he comes <laughs> sliding out and then gets pulled back. <laughs> <laughs> and Garul uh, takes a step forward and does the uh, like the slav pose where he's like puts his legs out like this Squat. and like looks you right in the eyes and says i'm done with this and he holds his hand out towards you and says you want to leave i'll tell you how i want you gone as much as you wish to be gone is that of truth yeah it's still going it's chugging away the oh, okay i grab him pull him up pull mm-hmm. up and he pulls you onto the ledge i was giving you about as much choice as you gave him he made his choices, but that's beside the point. You want to take the weight of his life, he's yours now. Stop this, he says, holding his hand up. We will be done with them. Hunters, return to the village. I will deal with things here. Ducal immediately stops fighting you guys and, like, kind of puts both of you down and picks up his helmet and puts it on his head and says, Yes, I'm a tablist. And takes the other men back to uh, where you came from. And Garul remains beside, just like leaning on the altar, having cut free uh, Dalazir, the Black Viper, the Midnight Viper. And uh, he's like getting to his feet and rubbing his wrists and like kind of hyperventilating against the side of the altar, having been tied up for quite some time. And uh, the metabolist is just leaning outward and he looks down at the altar and says, There is a way to leave the maw. Deep, deep in the base, there is a land known as the Ohm. A long time ago, a group of outsiders tried to leave here, and they succeeded. They were very powerful, and I believe they constructed something. Something blasphemous, a portal. We dare not go there anymore, but it is the burden of the high metabolist to know that this portal exists, that there is an exit from this home, and we, in our faith, we refuse to acknowledge it. And he takes this scroll out of his uh, robes and hands it to Artyom. He says, this will activate it, but you will not survive the journey. For our sake, I hope you are wrong. And he pulls this ring off of his finger and sets it on the altar and says, the cycle must be completed. And he turns and he walks off the edge. But what about our crates? We don't have our crates. He was supposed to tell us where the crates were. <laughs> Herothax is like, Herothax is like, wait, sir. And he falls in. <laughs> Shit. We'll find them. Well, they're not here. I look under the altar. Is it like one solid slab? It looks like uh, it is a solid slab. Um, it's not like part of the fleshy construct, but you can tell um, just barely that it looks like it opens up. And something would like drop through, and then it would close again. I'm going to spare the dying on anyone who isn't who hasn't been decapitated. 
Okay. Um, everyone was still conscious and was brought back to the village of Cross. So you're you're good for that. Okay. The, the the cultists were like picked up unless they were completely killed outright, and they're hauled off. Um, and while you're looking at the altar to see that, you also see that it's inset with some pretty nice like red gems around the outside. I'm gonna grab the ring. Okay. Uh, Chris would like to in- investigate the gems. Okay. Feel feel them out. They they feel real good. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, they feel nice, um, and it looks like they could be removed without too much effort. Chris would like to remove them. We're gonna deface their altar. Can I perception on that? Yeah, absolutely. This isn't like no one's doing this secretively. All right. Okay, then you would do well not to defile their uh, religious places. Yes. And these might be useful. Their gems. To you. Is are, is there anyone nearby I can look to? Um, he leapt off the edge and ever they kind of left you guys alone. There's like a, a rough map drawn on the scroll and what looks like some arcane words that you can't quite make out. Uh, I I don't think we should do any more harm than we've already done to these people. Agreed. I stop concentrating on hex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it fades. Um, so you, you seize the ring. The map shows you the way out beyond the Chamber of Consumption into what's called the Winding Chasm. And uh, the arcane runes on the bottom are somewhat indecipherable for those who have not studied the arcane arts, but you think it's probably a means of activating this mysterious portal he has described. And you guys head off as a group towards the exit. And as we do, I walk up to Dalazir, put my hand on his shoulder, squeeze far too hard. I hand him his the other shoe. You and I need to have a conversation. <laughs> Yep, I'm getting a little uneasy thinking that giant monsters like this could just be swimming around underground anywhere and eating whatever they want, with private resorts inside, swollen to burst with otherworldly power. I mean, don't you ever wonder if maybe there are tiny people living inside of us, building colonies and making statues to hear their prayers? And if so, would that make us gods? That's a troubling thought, Storm. Knowing you're just a very small part of a very large machine, it's... It's a strange kind of awareness, isn't it? Is it fear? Is it comfort? Ow. Well, folks, tune in next week for more coverage of the Mortal Dawn, exploring the unexplored and bringing the chaos right to your home, courtesy of the Nexus Enterprise. This is the League of Ultimate Questing. Kip, Kip, are you okay? Storm, I've never been better. Well, that was a thing. (laughs) I wanted to thank the party and our awesome DMGM, uh, and if they would be so kind as introduce them, reintroduce themselves. My name is Samantha Frost, and I play Arvid Ulfman. I'm a Drew. I'm a Drew Barrymore, um, and I. <laughs> <laughs> it's a barded Drew. <laughs> that is the best. That is the best portmanteau of Druid Barbarian I could possibly think of. Um, yeah, so that's me. Uh, my name is Law. I am the Dungeon Master. I am all the foes and friends that they make in the world, and I'm also the creative producer of Slapdashstudios.com. My name is Michael Loving, and I play Haruthax, the Warlock Dragon... Dragonborn Warlock? Warlock Dragonborn. That's my class now, is Dragonborn. Sure, sure. I am Artyom. I play Zachary Barkas, the uh, editor and producer, <laughs> and, and I am also a cleric of the Sun God Bren, the God of Sun and Suffering. You played yourself. I <laughs> <think>. Yeah. <laughs>
So I also wanted to thank you, the listeners. Uh, just uh, thank you for joining us with, at the League of Ultimate Questing. And I am Chris Zagrand, the Crystalline Sorcerer, a custom origin made by law. And uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I definitely uh, want to thank you guys, listener, uh, listeners. It's probably just one. <laughs> probably just one. But the one thank is you, awesome. Mom. Thank <laughs> you, Mom. Thank you. Thank you, RTM's mom. <laughs> You're welcome. R- RTM's mom. Yeah. RTM's mom. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. I like how she sounds like a, like a caricature of a Persian nightclub owner. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> She's a 12-pack-a-day drow. Oh, my God. Is she a doctor girlfriend? Never mind. Okay. This, this one has gone way off the rails, and I love it. I'm going to keep it. this whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, new episodes go live every Monday and there's bonus content every Friday. You should definitely look out for that too because they're amazing and funny. I don't know how Law and our, all of our other amazing people do what they do. I'm always just floored. <laughs> uh, and you can also listen to us at the LUQ.com or wherever podcasts are available. And please, 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 if you have questions for the show or interested in advertising or I think I add ideas, uh, please, please, please contact uh, admin at slapdashstudios.com. Please. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Especially if you have questions for the show, because we would love to do some Q&A soon. So those kind of questions for characters, feel free to address them to players or characters or DM or questions characters or NPCs. Or to the characters. It's all mm-hmm. be as meta as you want. I, you know, I challenge you. Be meta. Um, <laughs> uh, and please follow us on social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Slap the Dash. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends so we can all keep growing and questing together. Maybe level up, get some cool gears, some more gems. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but there are also cool t-shirts that you can get uh, right there on our website. They're really soft. They're really pretty. Uh, I think you should do it. You should do it. Do it. <laughs> and until next time, we wish you luck. Bye. <laughs>